Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Bailey Chapman is a highly experienced and passionate virtual assistant with over five years of experience working in a corporate setting before building her own business from the ground up in 2017. In the past two and a half years, she has gone from a toxic nine-to-five job to a successful six-figure business she built from scratch. Bailey's drive for success and ability to set and reach goals is the reason behind her ability to build lasting relationships with her clients. Hi, Bailey. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here too to talk about our theme of overwhelm. But first, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today? I'd love to. And I definitely think that my story has a lot of the theme of overwhelm in it as well. So I am a virtual assistant and I started my VA business about three years ago now. Um, It came out of actually losing my job. Um, November of 2017, I lost my job unexpectedly. And I had really learned about um, becoming a virtual assistant off of a quick Google search and just jumped into the idea and just wanted to try and make it work. So I gave myself a two-month timeline of making this business work or I would go back to my office corporate type job. Um, So the month of December, I was basically stuck in overwhelm, just trying to learn all of the different things. I wasn't focusing on anything. I was really just trying to get my feet into the VA world as it was. Um, And then fortunately, in the month of January, I ended up kind of trying to focus and narrow down a little bit and get out of that overwhelm. And I ended up signing my first client. And then I ended up actually making my full-time monthly income in the month of January. And things just kind of expanded from there. I now have a six-figure business and a team under me. And it's just been an incredible experience. And I definitely would say that one of my biggest keys to success was getting out of that overwhelm and learning the triggers and how to just overcome that. Because that is a big thing that I found was holding back my success for a long time. Yeah. I love how you talk about like when you're starting your own business, because I know I went through the same thing myself, you know, going out from that government job that I was in going into small business thinking, wow, I don't know anything about business and there's so much to learn, isn't it? And you can easily (laughs) throw yourself into overwhelm when you've got business things to do, you're you're upgrading your skills in different areas. And it's just that whole pressure of getting out there and getting clients. That's a big thing too, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, having to make money when you don't have any other income coming in and the hustle is definitely there and the added stress and the pressure is, is definitely there, but it's just to really focus. That was one thing that I ended up doing at the beginning was trying to learn all of the skills, trying to learn all of the softwares, trying to do all of the things. And I realized that while I'm fully capable of doing them, I'm not capable of doing them all at once. (laughs) Yeah, that's true too. We're better off sticking to our strengths I've learned, especially when you, when it comes to your own business. And I know a lot of the listeners here Mm -hmm. have their own um, small business and we do start off as a one man band and we think, Oh, we've got to do everything. (laughs) We've got to learn everything. But you soon learn that it's much easier to outsource or, you know, get your Mm -hmm. own team around you that can help you do that. So I can imagine you have seen a lot of that. Do you work mainly with um, the one man band that are trying to get their business up or who's, who's your ideal client, I suppose? 
Um, I guess I, I do a little bit of both. I definitely think I start with more of the one man band type clients and then I persuade them into the whole, you can't do everything for yourself. You need a team, you need the support there in order to get to pull them out of the overwhelm. Um, so I think I kind of transform them into that thought process. Um, but there are a couple of clients that I have that are the one man band and they love it and they have me there and I'm their right hand and it works wonderfully for them. So it all depends on the business and what their goals are as well. That's a big part of it. Yeah, definitely. So tell us about overwhelm. What do you see overwhelm being and what, you know, the challenges that come with getting into overwhelm? I definitely, so I have, I think everybody has a little bit of a different definition of overwhelm because I feel like a lot of different people get overwhelmed in different aspects or in different, um, I guess like variables or rates, you know, some people's tolerance for overwhelm can be a lot more than others. But for me, the definition is really just either taking on more than you can handle, having too much responsibility, having yourself pulled in too many different directions and not being able to either produce all of the work that you need to do or, you know, take care of your obligations and your fam fam familial obligations. There it is. Um, and just really, you know, um, feel, f feeling like you're falling short. And then in turn, a lot of the times, um, there's a lot of negative consequences for your health. That is, that is a big one I learned very quickly is when you get overwhelmed, you get burnt out. And that is not something that you want to do. Um, and just also, you know, you might feel um, that you're letting your family down, that you're letting your clients down, your business down. And that's just goes to an entire negative mindset that you don't want to be dealing with. And it just, you know, can cause a lot of different negative effects in yourself, in your business, personal life, relationships. It's, it's the silent killer, I would say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of uh, my clients too with overwhelm and it's not just, I suppose it is burnout because I do deal with a lot of um, women in burnout or getting on that road to burnout, but it's not just physical, is it? It's that mental, it's the emotional, it's psychological, mm -hmm. it's everything that comes up for them. And I think a lot of people think, oh, overwhelm is doing too many tasks. You've got too many tasks to do. But as you said, it's responsibility, isn't it? It's having that mm -hmm. responsibility of knowing what do I prioritize? You know, I've got too much on. What do I actually do? So sometimes it can actually lead to procrastination too, I've found. Yes, that is a really good point. I, I have definitely found myself in that situation a couple of times and have to pull myself out, especially when it's um, the overwhelm when you say yes to tasks that you're not necessarily excited or it's a you know like a heck yes and you just realize that okay i've just i've you know committed to this or i've committed to an event with someone that i'm not sure i want to be in or you know something with a client and then just you know having the procrastination there and and just really like i guess the dread as well i would say there's a lot of dread in terms of things whenever you don't fully want to do them and you, you but you've committed yeah exactly so what would you say with your clients that go into overwhelm? Can you pick up the signs of when they're starting to go into overwhelm or is it like when they're fully into it that that's when you seem to have to get called in to help them out? I would definitely say a lot of my clients will call me in when they're very overwhelmed. They don't, a lot of them don't recognize the kind of initial signs or symptoms, I guess you could say of overwhelm and they realize a little bit too late. Um, cause a lot of entrepreneurs, they're, you know, quick start. They love to be able to, to do things. They have tons of ideas 
And they realize, you know, they try to do all of their ideas, just like I did whenever I was first starting. And then they get themselves into overwhelm because there's too many projects going on. They don't have the support that they need. So I am generally brought in when their overwhelm is at about a nine or a 10. And I bring it down to a three or a four um, for them for sure. Yeah, I love that. And would you say that just giving that clarity that can calm them down and then they get that clear focus and know what goals to actually focus on rather than having so many goals in it? Because you can have so many goals when you first start out. You think, oh, I need this and that. <laughs> Do you find that gives them a bit more clarity? Definitely. I also find that I help them with that as well. I kind of help them narrow down some of their focus. And it's not a no, it's a we can handle it or tackle it in the future type thing just so that they're able to because a lot of the times as well um my clients are just you know entrepreneurs in general don't understand when they have this amazing idea that how big the project actually is and how many steps and how many people and the expertise that it takes and that's where the overwhelm comes in because they try to be either a one-man band thinking that they're able to do it all or they realize that you know and now it's i have to hire for all of these positions or i have to fill all of this expectation or I've promised this and I don't know how I'm going to deliver it. So yeah, I definitely see that a lot. Yeah. I've also seen where some people who are big picture people, they get so overwhelmed because they can't get that detail. I don't know how to break it down because you were just talking about that before. And I was thinking, yeah, you know, a lot of the, the clients that I have that, that big picture person, yeah, I've got all these ideas and wonderful, but I just don't know how to get there. They don't know how to break it down. But then you also get those detailed people that go, I've got all these things to do. And then they're like turning their little feet, going around like that hamster wheel and they go on churning, churning, churning. But are they actually getting to the point where they want to get to? So there's two different types of people I've found that go into overwhelm. Have you found that? Yes, definitely. Definitely. I have, I have found, I find that I work with a lot of the big idea people and I, I am one of those, you know, a million different projects, turning my feet, running at a million miles an hour um, type of overwhelm person. And I find that those types of people are able to pull themselves out of the overwhelm a little bit easier just because they recognize it a lot of the times, you know, faster than those big thinkers, um, just because they're in the nitty gritty of, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. I'm so overwhelmed. Let's hire or let's break this out or let's prioritize or you know, let's break up the overwhelm. You know, I, I want to talk a bit more, I suppose, of the, the symptoms we've talked about, but the actual issues when people go into overwhelm and the physical toll it can take on you, what do you recommend to those people to do? Like, I know you help them with getting their tasks and prioritising that, but what about health-wise or self-care? What do you recommend with that with people going to overwhelm? Well, for everybody is different. So I don't recommend any kind of specific remedies, but um, self-care is one of the big things. Uh, one, I would actually say before self-care, I definitely tell a lot of my clients to give yourself grace, especially during this time. We're in the middle of a pandemic. A lot of clients, you know, or just entrepreneurs in general are trying to run their business. They're also trying to help with their family. They're trying to homeschool their children. They're trying to be mom, you know, daycare wife, sister, you know, friend, all of these different things and business owner, entrepreneur, all of these different things. And just to really give yourself grace now. And even when we're not in a pandemic, um, just forgive yourself for the fact that you can't get your to-do list all done in a day. Cause likely your to-do list is 30, 40, 50 bullet points long. And no human can do that. No robot can even do that. I don't think so. That is the first step is just to really give yourself grace and forgive yourself for 
these things um, because I feel as well with the, with the fact that whenever people get into overwhelm, they get into a really negative mindset and they think, okay, well, I, I can't get anything done today or I haven't got anything done today. So what's the point of trying to do anything tomorrow or, you know, something like that. So I definitely say, just give yourself grace, forgive yourself for those bad days. And just, even if you can get one or two bullet points off your list, your to-do list, and I really hope you have a to-do list if you're overwhelmed, I'm just saying that right now. Um, but just to give yourself grace, forgive yourself and be very kind. And then the other aspect as well, one of the things that I do recommend, um, is time blocking different things and getting yourself into a bit of a routine. And then also making sure that you add self-care into that routine. I did not do that for a long time and I suffered, my mental health suffered, my relationships suffered, my physical health suffered. Um, and so really just adding in some self-care and it depends on whatever you like doing. I personally love having bubble baths. That is my favorite thing to do. It is so relaxing, just getting, you know, some essential oils in there. Um, if you like, you know, going for a walk with your children, if you like reading a book, if you like sitting by the pool, the beach, whatever the case may be, just go and do something that you love to do. And then also with the self-care as well, I definitely think that scheduling in some time for exercise for yourself, making sure that you're eating healthy enough meals and really just taking care of the relationships that you have as well, both friendships, romantic, children, um, parents, just really taking care and, and making sure that those relationships don't fall through the cracks. Scheduling time in for those is very, very important. Mm. And it is something that I work with my clients on the self-care side, because I found that if you don't do that, how can you get that nice grounding, those foundations to cope with whatever comes at you? Because there is so much happening. And as you said, with this pandemic at the moment that we've got, there is so much more happening for especially uh, mm -hmm. women and mothers who have to do that homeschooling as well as have their business at home. And so there's a lot going on for them. But I found the biggest thing is that women don't like to give themselves permission to do things for themselves. They, you know, do they, they, mm -hmm. they go, no, I've got to prioritize everyone else. My relationships come first. Society yeah. says I have to be superwoman. I have to be, you know, handling everything that's going on. And then they forget to actually say, Hey, I'm number one here. If I'm not, mm -hmm. how can anyone else cope around me? Exactly. And that's one thing I, I wish more moms and just women in general knew that like the old quote says, you can't pour from an empty cup and just take care of yourself first. Even if you can only find 15 minutes to do something that you love or just that little bit of time can make such a huge difference in, in your day, in your week in your mindset and overwhelm, just so much of a difference. So you mentioned before about that negative mindset that people go into when they get into overwhelm. It's a big thing, isn't it? Because you can beat yourself up. You can let your ego take over and say, I should have done this. I should have done that. They mm -hmm. go into guilt, shame, all that type of thing. Is that something that you work on or do you recommend people to go to see somebody to help with that? What sort of things do you do to help the people with their mindset? I am definitely a big advocate for mindset. So I do have a couple of tips and tricks and I really just try to focus with my clients, with people that I'm working with, even my friends and family at this point, I'm, I'm, you know, pro positive mindset and just thinking on the, the positive side. So one of the things that I have um, really leaned into during all of this time and getting myself out of overwhelm is the gratitude side of things. So every morning, whenever I wake up, I have a morning routine, which I also recommend because they are really good at just helping you, um, you know, just kind of 
align things. Um, and so in the morning, I do have an app that I use that I practice gratitude. And there's always different prompts that allow me to kind of think a little bit about different aspects of my life and what I'm grateful for. And just things that I, I would otherwise take for granted, or even at the end of the day as well, sometimes I'll do it if I'm having a bad day, just to remind myself that, you know, good things have happened in the day and just always constantly reminding yourself that even in the worst day, there is always one or two good things that come out of it. And I find that that really helps with the mindset and, and just really shifting out of a negative mindset. One of the other things I also um, recommend is just for any of my clients that are in the overwhelm side of things is I ask them to do one thing, the most important thing that they could do on their to-do list that day. Even if everything else, even if the other 49 points on their to-do list did not get done, what is the one thing that they would say they actually accomplished something that day if they got it done? And it could be something that takes you 10 minutes, 20 minutes. It, does, it could be the shortest thing on your list. Just one thing that they can go to bed that night and say, you know what, today was a really horrible day. Everything went wrong, but I still got this done. And I find that just even the one, one point a day will still get you 30 points in 30 days. You know, it's, it's amazing what you can get done if you even do one thing every day. Or of course, I would say maybe during business days instead of on the weekends as well. Don't work on the weekends, but um, that's, that's also one of the big things that I recommend, um, and just really help with my clients. I also, um, during my calls will speak to them a lot about shifting. If they're speaking in a really negative tone, shifting that, helping them out of that, and just really letting them embrace that, um, the, just, you know, the, the overwhelm and then, you know, saying and teaching them that you can actually get out of it and it can get better. Yeah. And the language is a big thing, isn't it, too? Because it can be so heavy, the language. Some of it has such big poundage. Like when you start saying, oh, I've been so busy. Oh, it's been so hard. All that has a lot of effect on your brain and on your body, mm -hmm. physically, mentally, because you're using those heavy words. But if you can change it around, like be grateful for what you've done. Work out, oh, well, I'm actually grateful I had that because I've had a learning from that. You know, things lighten up a lot more, I've found, you know, just by changing the language. Definitely. Yeah. So what about when you've helped them out of overwhelm, what are the benefits? What do they find, how things change for them and how are they feeling? So the benefits are actually pretty amazing. I definitely find that a lot of my clients find that their businesses grow or flourish or they hit goals that they never thought they would be able to hit or they are able to accomplish more now that they've got themselves out of overwhelm, which sounds crazy because you're in overwhelm because you're overwhelmed with all of the things you have to do. But just really getting yourself out of that um, overwhelm and the negative mindset, I definitely find that's one of the benefits. Um, also, just you, you feel lighter, you feel happier. I, I personally have experienced this that I feel so much lighter when I, when I don't come to my desk in the morning and dread all of the things that I have to do or just feel really heavy about it. Um, so definitely feeling lighter and also just feeling like more is possible. There's I also feel like there's a lot of both mental and physical um, and even emotional aspects, positive aspects. I definitely feel that I have more energy when I'm not in overwhelm. I feel like I want to do more. I want to be more social. I want to be around more of my friends and family and really just, you know, cultivating my relationships. And I don't feel guilty for spending time with my friends in an afternoon or going and visiting my nieces and nephews 
versus having to sit at home and feeling like I need to be working all the time, which benefits not only me, but also my family because they get to see me a lot more, which I'm sure they love. So there's just so many different benefits to getting out of overwhelm. And I see it in business. I see it personally in relationships and it's just a wonderful feeling. And you can definitely fall back into it at times during busy seasons and, and when things get tough, but as long as you pull yourself out of it, it feels amazing. Yeah. It's having the tools, isn't it? To just realize or to realize early that, Oh, I'm going to go, I'm going into overwhelm because I'm doing too much. So pulling back and having that awareness now makes all the difference of saying, oh, okay, where am I not looking after myself? Where can I you know, have a bit of time for me? How can I put a little bit more structure in? Because I mean, a few of the people that I talk to, it's when they have no structure or no rituals or things in place. That's mm-hmm. when and they just don't know what they're doing. They're all over the place. So I just love, you know, these key points that have come out from, from today about talking about overwhelm and just, you know, having those tools to, to help you identify it and to get out of it. So Bailey, thank you so much for today. I've loved talking about overwhelm. It is a big topic because I've seen, you know, with this pandemic and everything else that's going on, it's a big topic at the moment. So thank you mm-hmm. so much. If anyone wants my to pleasure. You or find out more about you, where's the best place to go? I would definitely say popping over to my website. Um, so I, I do actually have two websites because I cater to two different um, audiences, I guess. And so um, my client facing website, the people that I actually help get out of overwhelm and I assist in the business, um, that website is valleyvirtualassistance.com. And then I also have a mentorship side where I assist other VAs to start their business without the overwhelm. And that website is valleyvirtualacademy.com. So those are definitely the best places. I'm also on Instagram at valleyvirtualassistance. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure. And I do hope that at least one person is able to pull themselves out of overwhelm with this conversation. Definitely. Igniters, Bailey certainly has given us some great tips to help with overwhelm. If you want to contact her, go to her website, valleyvirtualassistance.com. For more about having the foundations for balance in your life so you can live a life of adventure, go to my website, leanneblaney.com.